Beyond Synth, Season 7, Sequence Commencing in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yeah, we're going. We're going now. It's, uh, listen, it's Beyond Synth. This is episode 192. This is a family show, and the family is Florence Bullock. Hi. Mike Mendoza. <laughs> Can you play Brady Bunch music under this while we're doing And Marco Merrick. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Cool. We're all here. <laughs> we're recording this. It's kind of early today. It's really early for me. Yeah, yes. For what time is it? 9.17? Yeah, it's 9.17. I, I want to get this over and done with as quick as we can because uh, it's finally there's a beautiful day outside. It's actually warm. I think it's like 71. So I want to get outside for fuck's sakes. That's <laughs> like, nice. Like, Six months of fucking <laughs> Old, miserable shit, and uh, yeah, wow, summer's summer's really on its way now. I've mentioned this before, Marco, but you know, now you're officially a northeaster. You're gonna have to just deal with it. Winter doesn't end until like the yeah, yeah, of it's over. It's fucking over. All right. I love it. <laughs> Everybody keeps telling me that. Oh yeah, well it could come back. Well you never know. It's like, no nah, man, I'm sick of this shit. It's over. All right. I love what we uh, what the audience didn't hear before we started recording is Marco is in a mood. <laughs> no, I'm not really. No, okay, <laughs> maybe I am. <laughs> maybe a little. It's like everyone says hello and just like, what do you mean hello? <laughs> Marco, it's afternoon. You can drink that. You can. Yeah, drink I guess your it is technically away. the afternoon now. All right. It is very nice out though. I did go outside for a brief moment, and now I'm inside again. And then my wife uh, took the children to the park, and I'm here recording with you guys because I'm a good dad. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a cool guy. <laughs> with your schedule. And taking care of the kids, do you ever get a chance to take them to the park? Is that part of your, like, stuff that you do? Or are they, like, little homebody nerds? Homebody nerds. My son's a little homebody. My daughter actually likes walking around more than my son does. Like, he just plays Fortnite, and then if you turn off Fortnite on him, then he just goes on his tablet. (laughs) But, uh, no, my daughter's better. Like, yesterday, I taught her about going to get the mail, and so now she wants to get the mail all the time, but then she got really sad, like, because she's super sensitive, so it's really fucking funny she uh, she goes get the mail this was like at like 11 o'clock last night and she's like i just got out of the shower and she's like get the mail and i'm like no we already got the mail and then she looks at me i'm like we already got it and then her lips start to do that sad mouth thing <laughs> oh no and she's like oh and all of a sudden she looks so distressed i'm like ah oh, fuck all right fine we'll go get the mail and so we go up and there's no mail um obviously unless like the postman delivered some shit at 11 and then uh, and then we came back in and she was happy so she just wanted to do the little trip and she's actually almost more responsible than my son like that's literally like the case right now like she'll run in remind him to like have a shower and like get dressed and shit in the morning oh yeah it's hilarious <laughs> maybe cute. she's already mature as your son is despite the age difference because I know that women and ladies and other female people <laughs> we women are uh, jet they <laughs> generally mature faster like at a faster rate than boys do yeah I think yes, mansplaining again 
<laughs> no, I think that is how it works because I've noticed that with my daughter. Like, she's definitely, she picked up language a little bit quicker. She sings and stuff. Ooh. She helps me with chores and things. Like, it's it's great. And my son is just like a, like a teenager who just doesn't <laughs> listen. You tell him to do things and he doesn't pay attention and stuff. And the only reason why I tolerate it is because he is my son. <laughs> but, like, the thing is, young people are all stupid. You know what? Most people are just stupid in general. That's probably true. <laughs> No matter how old you are, no matter where you live, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, everyone's a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's why I don't like going outside. I don't like going to the movie theater. Like, that's one of the big reasons. Like, I get... It just bugs me. Like, it just... Being around huge crowds of people, like, usually really annoys me. I play... It's like a video game in my mind where I'm just plotting my path so I can sort of dodge everybody. Like, in my imagination, it's like the video game Dead Space. You ever play that? Yeah. I think yeah I of course I'll play Dead Space. It's one of my favorite games. Yeah, so in Dead Space, when you, you know, you click on the analog stick and you see your path on the floor, it's like a glowing line, and uh, I imagine that as I move around dodging the crowds. You could be autistic, maybe. <laughs> well, I'm definitely something. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're some kind of synesthete where you where you hear colors and you can taste math. Ooh, synesthesia. <laughs> taste, like math. taste math. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's going to be a lot of people at that Outland in uh, July, Andy. You're not going to avoid everybody, are you? Andy, you should put on like some cosplay full body thing that covers your face and do like an Adam Savage, and everyone <laughs> will just think you're like just walking around as the character, but really it's celebrity Andy Lass. No, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to run around with a big tub of hand sanitizer, and if anyone even <laughs> fucking looks at me, I'm just going to pour it all over myself. Scott. <laughs> you know, I was going to mention about the movies. I think sometimes everyone complains about the crowds, but that's only like on the weekends. Go to the movie on like Tuesday, first show at 10 a.m. You got yes. the whole fucking um, place to yourself. I can't it's, fucking it's do that. People have to work and shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I can't fucking do that. Are Jesus you Christ. I'd like I, to. I tell my it. boss, I say, hey, I'm going to go watch a movie. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually opening weekend, I've got a small theater that's just about like a 50-minute walk from my place, and it's not like a super high-tech theater, but it's good enough, and I just usually go like Sunday night, like opening weekend, no one's there, doesn't matter what the movie is, that's when I'll go see Avengers, and that'll that's be the, nice. the last movie what, I see. Endgame? That's right, and that's probably gonna all, watch it. all I'm going to see this year, I imagine. I think it's like four hours long or something ridiculous. That's all you're going to see? <laughs> I was looking at the release schedule, and there's like a whole bunch of really cool, or at least interesting things. I would go to the theater to see Aladdin, at least just to say I saw it, so I know what the whole conversation's about. That shit looks crazy, but I want to see it. I don't have any connection to Disney movies, really. So, like, the live-action remakes I don't really care about. I don't understand the live-action remake of The Lion King. Yeah, I hate that the creatures don't have facial expressions. They just look like bored cats walking around. Yeah, they look real, but they don't have any emotion to them. Yeah. Like, when Simba, when Simba eats the grub, and he's like... Slimy yet satisfying. It's like and his eyebrows are like, it's disgusting. Well, like, you know. I mean, the the live action Jungle Book I thought was cool. Like, I thought the animals looked really good. I was going to say that. That movie's really good. Oh, my gosh. Wait, have you guys ever seen the, like, old version of the live-action Jungle Book with, like, Lena Headey mm-hmm. and Carrie Elwes is in it? And No. Dude, Carrie it's Elwes. great. It is great. Someone else, like, really substantial is in that, too. Hey, you go to... I- oh, how about this? We got to listen to a song. <laughs> and then we'll, uh, we'll tease this out. You go to IMDb and find out. Yeah, I need to ask Florence about something, too. So, all right. Oh, good. Okay, cool. So, look, 
Uh, today we're going to be playing tracks that were voted on by the Beyond Synth listeners. Ooh, and um, cool. I thought today I would also do something fun with my Patreon supporters. Instead of acknowledging them in the normal order, I've decided to acknowledge them today in alphabetical order backwards. Because oh. <laughs> every time I read the names, I always uh, like it, they're the same order all the time. And so I thought it'd be a fun thing to do. So look, he's a cool guy. Do you have a Z? <laughs> I would like to thank. All right, these are the people who support Beyond Synth on Patreon. Uh, look, there's Zyko Rax, Zico, Zayon B. A big thank you That's to William Stewart and William Dolphin. All right, guys, this track was voted on by the Beyond Synth listeners. This is Brandon with She's on Fire featuring SJ Bravo.
And that was Brandon with the track She's on Fire featuring SJ Bravo. That was the fan favorite from episode 175. That was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Will Lowe, watch out for snakes, Victor Poon, Tristan Waits, and Tomasz Shimanek, Satan. And I'm back here with the Beyond Synth family, Mike, Marco, and Florence. We were just talking about the live action, the old live action fucking Jungle Books. I remember that. They used to come on HBO a lot. Yeah. John Cleese is in it. That's what I was thinking of. So what did they do? What do you mean, what did they do? It's- did they do puppets? Puppets for the animals or like... No, they're real animals and the animals don't talk. <laughs> they're not CGI animals. They're just real fucking animals. Mm. It's like the story of when Mowgli finds the humans and he they're trying to like assimilate him into human society. Mm. Sounds like the Borg to me. I was going to say it's very Tarzan-y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more Tarzan-y than Jungle Book, but it's really great. Sam Neill. <laughs> we just saying names or... <laughs> Just think about him. I don't know who that is. You know, Jurassic Park in the Mouth of Madness. Oh, that dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember him. You know that that Sam Neill was considered for the role of James Bond trivia. That's interesting. I think Sam Neill was in Dinotopia. I think it would have been a terrible Bond, to be honest. I think it was probably around the time that uh, Pierce Brosnan. It would have been around that time. Oh, about then. Wow. The only problem with Sam Neill is, isn't he, like, short? He's, like, too short to be Bond. Yeah, he seems really short. So what if he's short? <laughs> Marco. Marco's awesome. Today. I'm sure Marco. too. So what are you trying to say, man? <laughs> <laughs> He's very charming. All right. He's extremely charming. If you didn't already know. Oh right, bicentennial man. Yes. See. Yeah. There's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, he was in Bicentennial, Bicentennial Man. That means he's charming. <laughs> Merlin, that's the TV miniseries that he was in. It wasn't... Uh, oh, I saw some of that. I saw, like, one episode of Merlin. Didn't they really try and hype that up? That looked terrible. Yeah, like, I remember they tried to hype it up. I remember seeing all the ads where they always tried to make such a big deal of this Merlin miniseries, and I remember it just being kind of cheap. Hey, Florence, can I ask you, though? Sorry, I, 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 I gotta ask yeah, you. Have yeah, you seen what the, were you gonna ask Have me? you seen the trailer for the new Star Wars movie? The Rise of Skywalker. No, I haven't seen Still it. Haven't. Oh wow! Well, <laughs> really I'm just, I'm just kidding. I was literally watching the live uh, panel exactly when it aired during work. I can't watch live uh, panels. It's, you know, it was, it was really awful because, like, of course it was. They're ask, always terrible. Like live panels are never good for anything. It doesn't matter if you like it. <laughs> Stephen Colbert was hosting. Mm. He's cool. I'm really confused, though. Isn't he dead? I mean, Skywalker. I mean, what's going on? I don't fucking know. I cannot (laughs) answer these questions for you, Marco. I I wish I could, but I can't. I don't know why it's called The Rise of Skywalker, um, especially since all the Skywalkers are dead. Yes. And then also the laugh at the end is supposedly Emperor Palpatine, but... Do you think it's someone else? No. Not necessarily because they cut away from the trailer. They had Ian McDiarmid standing there with a microphone who just like walked on stage and everyone freaked out. And then he was like, roll it again. And they played the trailer again for everyone. <laughs> um, and then every, it was it was really hilarious. Yeah, I feel like they should have been playing like hip hop music for when you said it. Because like, roll it. Sounds like, you know, I'm yeah, with they- my homies type thing. <laughs> like, roll it again, motherfucker. So and then everyone's like, oh shit, the Emperor's back. And it's like right before Luke says, no one's ever really gone. Was that not Han's voice? That was all Luke, wasn't it? That was all Luke. 
That was all Mark Hamill. It was? It's definitely Mark Hamill. <laughs> I mean, it could be just a red herring for people to be like, oh shit, the Emperor's back, but he's actually not going to be really back. Yeah. I don't think I they don't can, no, I don't think they can do that now. I think with the fucking shit show of the last one, I think if they did that and then the Emperor wasn't in the movie and that was just like a little tease, uh-huh. they're digging a bigger hole. The thing is this, you know, everyone knows I don't like the last one, but these trailers still are exciting. Like, I mean, you're still, because oh, yeah. you, you still have hope, like, oh, this will be cool. Mm. But yeah. the, it was a good ass trailer. Yeah, the frustrating thing about it is, I don't know how I'm going to feel if it is a good movie. Since I don't like the last one, if this one is good, then it just makes that middle, like, episode eight, like, just this waste of time yeah. film, right? Because it's just this weird detour where, hey, by the way, everything we set up doesn't matter. And then the third one's going to be like, actually, stuff does matter. And you're going to be like, then what the fuck was the point of that middle chapter? You know what I mean? Like, because if they're going to try and tie the series together now, we recorded yesterday for Mike's podcast. Uh, he had his little 200th anniversary. Or was it two year? No, two year anniversary. Two hundred. <laughs> You're coming up to two hundred. Yeah, and we were talking about it, and I don't really love J.J. Abrams, but I think he's competent director, and I kind of just wish now he just did the second one. Yeah. It, it might not have been like the most amazing film, but I feel like it just would have been totally like a consistent like it would have felt like a Star Wars movie, even if it wasn't amazing. Because I think the Force Awakens is fine, but the reason why I liked Force Awakens as much as I did was the potential for where it could go. Yeah. And when it went to Stupid Town, it made The Force Awakens less important to me because I was like, oh, it went to a dumb place. So if this one tries to tie everything together, they're basically going to have to act like the previous chapter was just this weird detour and, oh, we're on track again. It's about the Skywalkers. What's the alternative? You get a shitty movie? Like, what would you rather have have happen? Ultimately, I want a cool film, but I don't like episode eight. And so if there's a way to sort of, if this one's good to like pretend that episode eight didn't happen, but then like you got Luke having a heart attack in it, so it's hard to... Well, I can come back as a force ghost. Force ghost. Yeah, he can shoot some fucking lightning and blow up some trees, I guess. Yeah, exactly. We know that Yoda can do that. Yeah. We'll see. So, well, whatever. We'll see. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm I am annoyed at that franchise to the point where I'm not going to watch the movie when it first comes out. I think I'm in the same place, too. I mean, it's just so oversaturated as well lately. It's like, I, when I saw the trailer, I was like, what? Another one already? Like, I was like, Jesus, I just... Yeah, anyway, it just seems like it's a lot. They did say that they're putting it on hiatus after the next one. Movie-wise, but, but they have a million shows coming out because they're rebooting Clone Wars and they have the Mandalorian coming out, which is the live action one. But you know what? You know, it's kind of cool. I did hear that Disney Plus, which is the Disney streaming service, it's going to be $6.99 a month, which I'm just like, yeah, that's like definitely cheap enough for me to say yes to that. You know, that's exactly what I thought because I said, uh, I mean, mind you, that's American, so it's probably going to be like 10 Canadian or whatever. But Mm. when I heard they were announcing a service, I thought for sure that's going to be a $19.99 a month. Oh, yeah. No, I thought it was going to be ridiculous. Yeah. You know, they're movies, like Disney movies, like to buy. Yeah. You know, like they never really go down in price. And Canadian, they're always like, just like 30 bucks for Disney movies. Like when other movies are like 16, 99, 19, like Disney's were always expensive. And when they were VHS, they always came in those big fucking plastic boxes. Yeah. For six ninety nine, I mean, that's technically cheaper than Netflix. And like, yeah, that's hard to say no to, especially since that would be basically just the cost of buying two of their movies on Blu-ray a year. Exactly. And, and so, plus it's, and plus they're taking off movies from Netflix which are probably going to they're just going to dump into the Disney streaming service so and the the thing is they kind of have to do it like that because there are already so many options and so they need people to have a reason to jump over to the other streaming service I get what you're saying about that 
but I do think that it's maybe even more of an opportunity to license your things out to Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and stuff. I feel like the more exposure to your own thing, that's still another revenue stream that could come in. I always think like when you do the closed wall system, you're losing out on potential customers with your product overall. What if I'm watching like a Disney movie on Hulu and I'm like, oh, I want to keep watching more. Maybe I'll sign up to the thing, uh, Disney's new service. Just it keeps the product in your mind even when you're not thinking about the product. I think though Disney is like McDonald's, right? It's just a brand that you just always know regardless of whether you're exposed to it. You know what I mean? It's like Disney is Disney. And like, especially with, with kids, like since we have kids, now that I know the price of it, it's almost like a no brainer because like literally my daughter watches Frozen every day. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm so sorry. To the point where like the Blu-ray has been scratched and it skips one of the songs, <laughs> uh, which is fine because the songs annoy me in that movie. I like the, the, this one, this fucking snowman sings. And it's like, in summer, it's like the most fucking annoying song. Um, but hey, look. Speaking of good songs, uh, I want to listen to something good. So this this was a song voted on. Uh, this was from episode 178. I was confused. I'm like, why do we go from 75 to 78? That's because the two in between were best of shows. And obviously, we don't pick the best of the best of. That would be weird. This is Look Hisset with the track I Will Show You, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Tom Hansen, Timothy Pierce, Tim Brawl, Tim Ross, and a special thank you to Tim Carlton. All right, guys. Let's listen to this.
night, and that was Lucasette with I Will Show You, a fan favorite, voted on by the Beyond Synth patrons, and some awesome Beyond Synth patrons are Till Wild, Theory Shork, The Patch Bay, The Axle Effect, Sven Bomanis, and Stu M. And I am back here with the Beyond Synth family. We're talking about Disney. <laughs> I'm not excited about this Mandalorian show. You are or you're not? I'm, I'm not. Why? Why not? Because TV shows that come out these days are never like hitting what I think are the full potential. They're like halfway between a movie and a TV show. It's like, well, be one or the other. Like, I don't want just 10 episodes of this thing. Make me 25 episodes. Like yeah, but no, but you're TV wacky because you keep on, your, your head's in the 90s. It's like, yeah, I don't want 25 episodes if they're going to be... <laughs> like the bottle episode where they get locked in a cave or something. No, here's the deal, right? I know you're thinking about your ER and all this other stuff. And whenever I used to think about regular <laughs> yeah. TV, you know, t- when it was on and there was 25 episodes or 22 episodes. It was all about the premiere, then it was all about Sweeps Week, like two or three episodes in the middle, and then the season finale. And to me, it's yeah, like, you can that condense that. Great. Sh- yeah, but just, that's <laughs> fucking ten episodes. You can do all that stuff. Yeah. Like, no, you can't. Like, I'm telling you, people will watch 25 <laughs> episodes of The Mandalorian if that came out. They would. And there would be a lot of conversation about it. Yeah, but the quality of these shows have gone through the roof by limiting it down to ten episodes. I don't think so. Like, There's none of these cheap filler stories lines that you get in the 90s. There's good costume design and production design like it looks like a film a lot of times but like whenever it comes to like the action scenes of these shows, it's always a fucking letdown. Always a letdown. Stranger Things, oh we gotta wait till the last 30 seconds for something weird to happen. Ooh, remember that thing that happened on the fucking end of the episode? I wanna see a whole episode of like people shooting lightsaber lasers at each other's faces <laughs> and shit. No, I, I understand what you're saying, but there are shows that do deliver. Like I think Daredevil has some of of the best fight choreography I've seen. That show has amazing fight choreography. Oh yeah, isn't there a new season of that? I need to watch that. Um, there was the third. I didn't finish it. Like, but I just but the fight choreography is fantastic. Like, it's really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. And you know, Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, exactly. last season was full fucking movie Ooh. spectacle fantasy shit. By the time this episode comes out, we will have seen at was, least yeah the first episode. Yeah, I gotta figure out how to watch it because I used to uh, use my in-laws, um, they have the movie network and so we can log in with their credentials, but they changed it here mm-hmm. and now it's like oh. Crave TV. Maybe I can just order Crave TV. Fuck is the movie network and Crave TV? There are other ways to get it. You can just get it illegally, Andy. No, because I got busted for that, eh? Do you know, did I tell you this? Really? I'm like a good boy when it comes to the oh. internet. what? I got one of those letters. Everyone's got one of those <laughs> letters. Yeah. Every Everyone gets six a year. You can get six a year. You can get six a year. (laughs) (laughs) Six is the magic number, huh? No, seriously, you get six warnings by like Time Warner Cable, and then they can do whatever they want. Country server, so whatever the fuck. Okay. Well, anyways, so you got well, you got time. You can do whatever you want. It's the fucking internet, man. Because we we talked about this before about how like Canadian Netflix is different than American Netflix because the digital rights laws are different in Canada, meaning that if a company in Canada like CBC or Global or one of the TV stations has the rights to a television show, they also get the internet rights. So what that means is certain shows aren't on Netflix because like you know station fucking Canuck or whatever has the rights and if you want to see it online you have to go to their website to watch it and that's why it's not on Netflix so Crave is basically the company that's owned by the big phone company Bell and they sort of have a monopoly and so now Crave is pretty much like 
the Hulu of Canada, and it, but it's got like HBO content. Basically, has everything that Netflix doesn't have. Yeah. So it's actually pretty good because it actually has like now they've updated it, so now it actually has HBO stuff as soon as it airs. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll just fucking get Crave again for like a few months. Yeah. Because it's all it, like Game of Thrones is only lasting for like two months. Yeah. How much is Netflix Netflix cost in uh, Canada? I'm just curious. Well, they changed it to thirteen, right? Maybe it is thirteen ninety nine now. I need to check my statements. I, they raised it and then they changed it, so it's like if you want to watch it on more than two TVs, yeah, you have to pay sixteen ninety nine, so it becomes like a four TV thing or whatever. I don't know. What the fuck was that? Oh, what was that? Sorry, I thought. <laughs> Someone's sleeping. Well, you know, they raised their prices by 13%. And, uh, <laughs> since 16 or 14, it's 15. Shut up. <laughs> Who's in a mood? No, I'm in a mood. Fucking boring prices, folks. <laughs> Anyway, look, the, the bottom line is there's lots you of... You play another song? Uh, yeah, let, yeah, why not? Let's play another song. <laughs> All right, look, here's a track. This was a favorite from uh, another one from episode 178. This was a Neon Knox, and this is uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Street Cleaners, Straylight, Starlight Fisher, Star Nomad, Square Wave Clothing, and fucking Slunks. And uh, this is Neon Knox with the track Checkpoint featuring Rebecca, and I can never say her last name, Strategyforce. Strategyforce, something like that. Uh, but she also just goes by RBKA now, which I think is just, I don't know if you actually say Rebecca or if you say RBKA. Oh. It's probably Rebecca, right? Yeah, sure. Anyway, let's listen to the song. It's great.
that was Neon Knox with Checkpoint featuring Rebecca Strudgeforce. Something like that. I know people will laugh at me. Yeah, people will laugh at me. Uh, And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Skywolf, Skunk Raiders, Simon Norberg, Silent H, Seach, and Serju Matai. And we're back here with a family show talking about Netflix prices. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's fascinating. Fascinating stuff here. Hey, man, people love it. Do they? Maybe not talking about it so much. It's breakfast show, right? You doing breakfast? What are you doing? Right now? Yeah. I already had bacon and eggs. Mm. How many eggs did you have? And how'd you have them? Sunny side? Two. I, I scrambled them. <laughs> yeah, I like the way you said it. I scrambled them. Marco, what about you? <laughs> Do you have coffee? I just had coffee, yeah. How do you like your coffee, Marco? Sugar, milk, a little bit of rum? One thing I love about America is, is the cream. The creamers, they're not... I mean, I don't even remember ever seeing any in Australia. So I'm, like, obsessed with, like... I've got, like, the French vanilla creamer. So I put a bit of milk oh. in there and some of the creamer, and it's so fucking good. I love that stuff. Coffee, mate, creamer. Oh, like, I can't... I don't like coffee unless it has all that shit in it. Mm. Oh, so I so usually... And it just, like, makes me feel awful, <laughs> usually. So I just don't have coffee. But, oh, man, coffee with, like, a shit ton of, like, coffee made flavored creamer. It's so good. I've been looking for a good dairy-free alternative, so I'm trying to eat less. There are good ones now that don't taste like just water. They actually make soy, like, so nice, or what do you know, those fucking brands that actually do not not soy milk, but they'll actually do like fake creamer, and it actually is pretty good. And I tried a few different brands, and like, the other day I just tried the French vanilla one, which was, uh, which was pretty good. I forget the brand. But the problem is, I'm trying to cut down on sugar, so I've been using, actually, like, Steve in my tea and the creamers I thought wouldn't it be cool to have like uh, stevia in the tea and then a dairy free creamer but the problem is the dairy free creamers are all sweetened with like cane sugar what's the problem with that well I think that defeats the point of having no sugar if the creamer has lots of sugar in it. Yep. I mean, it tasted good. Andy, I know you like stevia, but stevia is fucking gross. It tastes like chemicals and it burns my stomach, I think. I don't know. It's mentally off-putting. I don't like it. I've gotten used to it. At first, it sort of has like kind of a metallic-y kind of taste, but now if I use stevia and then I put a ton of creamer in, uh, it's a nice, tasty drink. <laughs> <laughs> If I use stevia and then put a whole bunch of sugar on top of it, then it's kind of good. <laughs> well, I've, I mean, I've gotten used to it. Since I have to pack so much work into a short amount of time every week, I find I get a lot done on those days where I don't eat. I know this doesn't really sound very healthy, but like there's certain days where I just power myself with tea all day. Like I just keep drinking or I bought some fucking instant coffee, which, okay, so I had, um because I don't drink coffee, I don't like it. And I know instant coffee isn't really coffee, like to coffee people, but Nescafe has this instant coffee I bought and it doesn't say caffeine anywhere on the jar. And so I, <laughs> so I was, so I thought I bought the wrong fucking thing. Yeah. What I was at, what wondering was, do you just assume if it's a coffee product that it has caffeine unless it specifically says it doesn't have caffeine? I would. I do. No, I would. I would be the opposite. It has to say it contains caffeine. I don't know. I mean, how can I not say that? In the, it, it, it's crazy. So I would. Why did you try some? I mean, yeah, did like you it, feel it, anything? I think it did, but then I don't know. Like, is this some weird Could placebo? Be a placebo? Yeah, where yeah. I think it because <laughs> there was a, there was a period of time where I got jacked on. Um, you were jacked. Yeah, man, I got all this instant coffee, and I made like instant coffee mixed with like chocolate milk. And that's where I think my heart thing started. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Andy! Now that I think about it. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, but there it, you go. You figured it out. Yeah, but I got fucking wired. Like I remember it actually. Like since I never drink coffee, I only drink tea, and I made myself this insane caffeine drink that like I was literally awake for twenty four hours. It was like I had done crack. <laughs> You're gonna have to send me that recipe, Andy. <laughs> well, no, because if, you, if you, but if you drink all coffee all the time, it won't affect you the way it affected me. Yeah. So I tried to replicate that again because what I'm trying to do now is just power myself with fucking coffee all day and then get some stuff done. Because I get, I know it sounds weird, but I sort of treat the body as like a machine and I get frustrated when I'm hungry or have to go to the bathroom because I just see it as like an interruption to my workflow. And so I actually get like annoyed you know, where it's just like, ah, like I, I get the headphones on and I'm sitting there busy typing away or doing whatever the hell I do. And then the second I start to feel hungry, I'm just like, oh, fuck off. Like I get mad at myself. Oh, I, I used to I used to be exactly the same. Yeah, and I have to go to the bathroom. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm halfway through editing this shit. I'm on a roll. Yeah, it's, I don't like I don't like when I'm on a roll and I'm interrupted. It's like the most frustrating thing in the universe. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure there's worse things, but <laughs> I think maybe you are autistic. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you know, especially when you have a set amount of time. Like, because I have like sort of a time limit every day, and so anytime there's a weird distraction or a phone call or whatever, it's just like, oh man. No, I get it. I get it totally. You don't need an assistant. You need to rent yourself like a workspace at an office nearby. No, I would love to, dude. If I had enough money, I would. That would be one of my first things. Would be an office space. That's right after you pay. You'll pay all of us. Yeah, exactly. No, like there's a whole bunch of things. There's a whole bunch of things that have to happen before, right? There's like a big checklist yeah. of things where it's like first is my bills, <laughs> then food. You know, there's like a, I, I do have a checklist in my head. I did my taxes. What? <laughs> Job. Oh no, I didn't do them. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't do them. I, I I wrote out the thing, but I never sent it to the tax guy. Okay, look, let's get this on track. one guy doing everyone's taxes in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name's Gord. All right, we got to <laughs> do this thing. Let's listen to another track. This was a fan favorite from episode 179. This was Facehugger with the track Power Unleashed featuring Street Cleaner. And that is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, Scott McClure, Sarah Buchelman, Russell Hugo, Russ Nyes, Artificial, and Ross Pentland. And let's listen to this kick-ass song by Facehugger.
And that was Facehugger with the track Power Unleashed featuring Street Cleaner. And that's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, Roman, Rohate, Roboito, <laughs> Robocock. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, Robert Wolf, Retro Serenade, and Replicant 6. Nine. And I am here with my, uh, with the, with, well, I was about to say my family. <laughs> a little too intimate. With the, uh, oh, the, uh, you consider us real family. With the Beyond Synth family, Florence, Marco, and Mike. So look, I feel like I talk too much back there. What are you guys up to? Marco, what's new? Uh, not much. Just working. Um, what's new? Fuck all, really. I don't know. I wish I had something to tell you. Other than getting a new job, I've been pretty busy. Haven't really played much Red Dead Redemption lately. I'm looking forward to getting back into that. Uh, I love that game. Exciting stuff. I'm looking forward to Game of Thrones, but by the time this airs, it will already be out. So I'm excited about it. I just hope it... Um, I know, we probably talked about this before. I, I just felt last season was a little bit too fast forward. I, I hope they take a few dramatic beats this season to just slow things down. I agree. That was weird how they did that. You know what would help? More episodes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> In this case, it would. It's just a tonal shift because the first four or five seasons really took their time with stuff. And then the last season was just like in fast forward. And I just hope. It's so true. I hope that this season slows down because obviously they're going to kill a lot of people. I think it's my favorite part of that show is watching the people die just when you least expect it. I, don't, I, I mean, I just yeah. love that. You well, because they, they've had some great ones. Somehow that show they managed really have. <laughs> to keep it surprising, even when you know that's what the show does. Yeah. And I love that they would keep doing it. Like, I'd be like, okay, I know this show surprise kills, like, big characters. Yeah. And then every time it would happen, I'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Why am I still surprised by this? Like, because the writing's so good. <laughs> I read an article that said, you know, I guess, guys, we just have to be okay with the fact that Robin Aaron is probably going to, like, win the throne. Who? He's the, the stupid kid who wants to kill everyone, like, in the Eerie, he's Liza Aaron's son. The kid who's, who drinks his mama's boob milk, like when he's an adult. Yeah, that yeah, kid, yeah, 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 yeah. That kid. Sorry, that was that's the identifier. The kid who nurses on his mom um, when he's like. 12. I mean, it was a joke, but someone's like, yeah, he's totally going to win the throne, which would be hilarious because, like, he's literally the person who you'd least expect. <laughs> Maybe they'll do some weird paradigm shift and make it so it doesn't matter. Yeah, probably. Like, we all sit in there, who wins the throne? In the final episode, the throne's probably going to blow up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that throne is not, like, someone's going to, you know what? The dragon's going to melt it. There's going to be a dragon, uh, and it's going to melt the fucking throne. Good call, good call. Yeah, that's, that's what's right. going to happen. Because, obviously, whoever wins is going to, like, say, like we are now for a free democracy and then like it'll start playing the American national anthem and then like some fucking jets are gonna fly in and like fire rockets and then Yoda shows up yeah and then he shoots lightning at the fucking chair and then that's the end of the series no 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 then Palpatine's gonna come in and laugh and say (laughs) that he is the senate yeah yeah. Sheev's in the house (laughs) (laughs) cool if there was like a dark ending as well like what if like the white walkers end up taking over everything that'd be kind of be cool too you know maybe yeah I feel like though the white walker thing isn't going to 
I think that that's actually going to end halfway through the season. You think so? Yeah, I think the White Walker fight will conclude, and then it's going to be with the remaining humans. Exactly, because there are two conflicts. There's the White Walker conflict, and then there's the human conflict. So we got to get rid of one of them, and then, so, like, the White Walker, maybe, like, three episodes from the end, that'll end, or something. And then the last three episodes will be just trying to figure out your shit and killing everyone, and that's probably when, like, Cersei is going to go fucking nuts or something yeah i think that's what's gonna happen mm. we'll yeah. see i mean uh we'll see. Yeah. yeah it's but I, i'm but i'm excited about it hey yeah it's gonna be fun did you know that rock me amadeus by falco was actually like in another language no <laughs> no didn't know that nope <laughs> it's the same as like uh 99 red balloons yeah i was just gonna say it's the same thing i never knew that because i was looking up i can't remember why that stupid falco song and then it turns out that the, it's actually in fucking german oh the one that we know is like the american redo just like 99 red balloons i don't know if it's german but it's yeah. Maybe I have heard that because I feel like I have a memory of like him going, Oh, 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 oh. Yes, and exactly. It's like, it's, it's like weird German rapping on that song. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes. Florence, what's up with you? I am three weeks away from being done with grad school. Yeah. So basically, I've been doing nothing except that or nothing significant. What's the plan when you're done? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Drugs? Um, no. Yeah. Drugs? Whores? All of the above. Yeah. Is that a thing that women do when they're done with work? Oh, boy. I mean, that's not what I do, but I'm sure some women do. I don't know. <laughs> but... I am going to have more time to work on music stuff. Good. Yeah, no, there you go. It'll eventually happen. Maybe by, well, I mean, the EP won't, it won't be out by next family episode, but maybe I'll have news next time. Who knows? Hey, that's exciting. I mean, I will at least will have finished my final project by the next family episode. So there's my, there's my really exciting update on my life. So is that the last continuing education thing you're going to do? Yeah, I'm not fucking going back to school. Okay. I'm not planning on it, at least. That's good, then. You'll feel a, a fucking burden has lifted, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I said after undergrad, but here I am. But what is undergrad? I've never known what undergrad is. That's just regular college. It's regular college, and so you get a, you get a degree, and then if you continue your education, it's graduate school. Oh. All right. Oh. Well, I don't know why if I was expecting a really funny answer to that question. Like, <laughs> nope. Undergrad. Oh it's, the gra- it's the work that you've done before you graduate from college. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whatever. All right, look. Jesus. I want to listen to another song, and then we'll fucking sort this out. Um <laughs> Here is. <laughs> We're gonna. <laughs> All right, look. Uh, this was another uh, listener favorite. This was Honeybeard from episode one seventy nine. Brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Did I mention Replicant sixty nine and Renton Brax? I think I did. Uh, there's Rachel Buchelman, R. Valentine, Polar Wildcat Studios, Playmaker Media, Philip Back, and Polly Digital. And this is Honeybeard with the track Reverie. Is I was 
And that was Reverie by Honeybeard. Brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, Pattern Shift and Pananaro, Orlando, Rodriguez, Naif, New Gat Ninja, Nox Bello, and Night Raptor. And we're back on a family show talking about undergrad and school and all this other um, cool, cool stuff. <laughs> am, am I selling it properly? Mike, what's up with you, man? I did my two-year anniversary show last night, which you were a part of, and Florence happened to pop into the chat, so I made her part of it. Thanks for having me. We had a great uh, Star fun. Wars conversation. It was great. A lot of people were tuning in. Over eight, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Part of what I, like, the challenge for me is I want to figure out how to talk about stuff that we haven't talked about before because we talk all the goddamn time. Yeah, well, that's fine. I'm glad you do that. Have you guys talked about GoldenEye before? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, uh, not, uh, I mean, not GoldenEye, but I, um, I actually downloaded a cool game. So I've talked about these before, but there's these homebrew games, uh, either using the open bore or the Mugen engine, where people can make their own fighting games by using like existing sprites, so they can take the Mortal Kombat characters and make their own like Mortal Kombat game. Cool. What is this? Okay, so it, there's two things. You can just download them. Like, so open bore is essentially the the engine. It's open and then B O R, and I think it was made so that someone could make their own like Streets of Rage game. Oh my god! But then people started making their own brawlers by putting in sprites. And so I downloaded one yesterday called Mortal Kombat Outworld Assassins. Cool. And so it's, you play as either Scorpion Sub-Zero or Noob Saibot, but it's like, um, it's like a brawling game. Oh my god, I'm gonna make a Beyond Synth game. You could, I guess, if you, I don't know how to code for these things, but, and so, so people have also made their own, like, fighting games, and I played a really good version of, like, a Mortal Kombat, but it's got, like, 60 characters, and it plays kind of like Mortal Kombat Trilogy, but it has, like, new stages, and the sound is, like, nice and crisp, and, like, they, they put in new music, and they also add additional moves, and additional animation and stuff like that, so it's, it's actually really good. Like surprisingly good. This looks legit, dude. I want to do this. I want to. This sounds like a really fun, creative project. I know. I'm going to get into this. Yeah, there's two different ones, right? So, Open Bore is the one where people make Streets of Rage style brawlers, and then Mugen is for the ones where people make fighting games. And some of them are like over the top ridiculous, where it's like this selection screen is like 800 characters, and it's like you know, there's like Mortal Kombat characters and Street Fighter characters and mm-hmm. Killer Instinct and all these other things like in the same game and like weird hand drawn nonsense. Killer Instinct too. Oh, I got to get on in. in- into this shit, man. It sounds great. You make a really cheesy, generic, like, outrun game where you shoot your lasers at the bad guys and collect the tape cassettes. Yeah, no, if you could figure it out, I mean, technically Double Dragon Neon was that, but, like, if you can, because uh, I don't know how to code. Learn to code, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, Sorry. <laughs> I think if the game is already made, I bet it wouldn't be too hard to figure out how to swap out the sprites. So, like, take the Streets of Rage remake and then just swap out the characters for your own characters, but it's, like, the same game, essentially. And then you uh, put your own original soundtrack on there, too. Make it a whole cool package. Yeah, I mean, there must be tutorials on this thing, man. Anyway, it's really cool. Oh, and then and they all, someone also did a brawling game based on He-Man. And that one's really good too. I just Google, I was googling that. That looks wicked. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like the graphics are awesome. Looks like the cartoon. Like it's really well done. Yeah. <laughs> now, we're just, now we're just on Google. Not yeah, yeah. Let, let's all Google stuff right now in silence. <laughs> you should have told me about this earlier, Andy. Jesus Christ. 
I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, they just work. So, like, if you go go to, like, a YouTube video, and then usually they'll just post a link to, like, some fucking mega zip file or something, and then once you download the file, you just click on it, and it just works, so you don't need to install anything. Um, so, yeah. Glad I brought this up. <laughs> Do they have any golden eye elements in there they could add in? Like I wish, no, maybe not. No, I wish, man. A, that's not side scrolling. Yeah. Top of your head, like does it like rip from a specific console type thing? Like it'll take a game from like all Sega stuff, you know, like Streets of Rage or something. It's basically once you have the engine, you just put in whatever sprites you want because all the brawlers pretty much play the same. It's like you walk sideways and punch and kick and jump and have a super move. I think people who are better at coding, like they, they add more sort of advanced elements. But I think there's some basic things, like right out of the, out of the box that you could figure out. I think we can all learn to code, really. <laughs> oh my god, we should be the four of us should become a game development company. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I'd be really good at that. Well, now you got time. Three weeks from now, man. Once your school's done, you can become a... Yeah, the second you're done oh, studying. Hey, I can be your data analyst. Sure. That's what I can do. What sort of data, though, are we going to be analyzing? How boring this last segment was. <laughs> How much time we waste and don't work. Uh, we'll figure something out. I'll, 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 ask the, I'll ask the listeners. I'll say, like, what data do we need analyzed? No, ask the listeners what roles we would be in the company. Like, who is the CEO? Who is the data person? Who is the accountant? I feel like none of us are going to fill any of those roles. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marco, hey, you want to be the accountant? I mean- I'm literally getting a master's degree in this data shit, so... Master's. I mean, <laughs> I can technically... Shit. I can technically be that person. I mean, I've never had a real job that does that, so... Master of data shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look. I want to listen to a song, and then we'll figure out our roles in this fake company, or I will forget this entirely. <laughs> uh, this uh, was favorite track from episode 180. Uh, it was a Mecha Mako track from her new EP, and this is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Neon Knox, Nathan Winter, Murat, Mr. Ektid. Mr. Ektid? Who's Mr. Ektid? Mr. Echo. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyway, there's also Mr. Gimpson, Mikey X, and Mikey C, and Mike Shima, and Michelle Vasquez. All right, let's listen to this awesome song, man. This is Mecha Mako with Interrogation Override.
Interrogation Override by Mecha Mako. Brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters uh, Matthew Lister, Matthew Conway, Martin Stonehouse, and a special thank you to Martin Larby. And Marco Crane and Donk and Mads Baron Christensen. And Lunar Baboon. Why not? Alright, so look, we're here with the uh, Beyonce family. Uh, we're a bunch of jovial people who like talking about really fun stuff like coding <laughs> and Netflix prices and all sorts of other things that the audience <laughs> is a big fan of listening to. Uh, look. <laughs> What's the bottom line, though? Bottom line is we're going to be rich from all the money we're going to make together. <laughs> that's it. That was, that's a good bottom line. I saw an awesome clip on YouTube, which was the six million dollar man fighting Bigfoot <laughs> what? what does that even I gotta mean? google this right now <laughs> six million dollar man what does that mean the six what million dollar six man million? was a television show he got injured and then they put a bunch of technology in him and like he became like a super oh hero. my god look at him this is great Andy this is gold if you ever seen a movie that does a parody where everything goes in slow motion and you hear like a sound effect like that's six million dollar man and also the bionic woman so he fights Bigfoot and it's fucking Slee Majors and he's fighting Andre the Giant so Andre the Giant is Bigfoot is it actually Andre the Giant I'm watching this yeah I'm watching it now too oh my god that is Andre the Giant He's like a wolf man as well. Oh, that's something that I did this past week. I watched WrestleMania. How was it? It was actually pretty good. What makes a good WrestleMania? When WWE decides to basically give the people what they want as opposed to making other people like shit wrestlers win. Okay. Yes, the favorites actually won. Yeah, but that's not real life when all the good people win, you know? For me, it's the drama. It's like the, you know, I'm gonna take them down, and like, they insulted my mama, and blah blah blah. Like, it's so dramatic. That's kind of silly, and I like, I think it's very funny. Yeah, but you need a good outcome, too. I mean, that's a given. That's always gonna happen. But... Even if, you know, someone delivers a good promo, that doesn't necessarily mean that the storyline is good. Did Ronda Rousey win? Is that her no, name? no, she did not. Oh. Becky Lynch won. How, so how does WrestleMania work? Is it like everyone fights to the number one spot in one night? I think I'm thinking of Royal Rumble. No, well, Royal Rumble is when there's a bunch of people in the ring. And everyone and, fights like last man standing. Yeah, and the last man standing wins the title match at WrestleMania. But I mean some sometimes that happens, sometimes it doesn't, it depends. But ideally that's kind of like what the traditional Royal Rumble is, but then but I mean now WrestleMania is just like it's a bunch of title matches. So all of the wrestling that they've done like weekly up until that point, it's like this giant storyline and then it culminates at WrestleMania. So it's like some of them are grudge matches, but like there's so many fucking titles in WWE now. It's really dumb. There was like 5,000 title matches. The Like it literally lasted eight hours. It was like eight and a half hours. What? <laughs> yeah, that's how long eight WrestleMania was. Eight and a half was. hours? Eight and a half hours. Oh my God, it's way too long. I mean, Jesus Christ. And you thought my fucking old podcast were too long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was Christ. fucking dumb. I mean, obviously there's some people, but I, I don't mind a bit of wrestling, but I don't want to watch eight and a half hours. I mean, what the fuck? There's other shit to do in your day. Yep. 
Not it's mine. True. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'll stick to SmackDown, thanks. Royal Rumble was my favorite mode when I used to play like the N64 wrestling games because I would change the names of all the wrestlers and they all run in and so it's it's awesome when uh, when a wrestler would run in with some goofy ass face because like I would change the way they all looked and give them dumb names and it was always like an awesome surprise like once you eliminated one dude and all of a sudden some guy runs in with like this crazy face and like this like purple afro and his name is like Bag Lust or something but the funny thing is it's like peep there are like really dumb ass wrestlers who have of gimmicks that are just as dumb that are actually real. I mean, like the blue meanie. Is that a wrestler <laughs> that I? I probably. Yeah, the, he was like from the '90s era. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is one, one of those it. fat guys with like blue hair or something. Yeah, there's a lot of fat guys. I'm watching this Bigfoot thing. It I'm still watching it too. Amazing. I'm trying to have a. I know it's so good. I do. I recognize that audio though. That oh, definitely makes sense. Hey, it's Andre. It is Andre the Giant. Yeah. Oh my God, his arm just came off. What the fuck? There was a really long slow motion shot of him just holding the six million dollar man and wiggling him from left to right for like ten seconds. Yep. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Is he robotic? Spoiler is he bionic as well? There's what the fuck's going on? In slow motion, rolling down the hill. You can tell that roll, that extra last roll was like they forced that. I'm not sure what the context is because I didn't watch the whole episode, but. My under- my brief understanding of the clip is that I think that Bigfoot is a robot and he's being monitored yes. by and I don't know who he's being monitored by. Yeah, there's some like s- creepy like silhouetted people watching him on a monitor. Yeah, so I don't know if like they are some evil organization and they control like the robot Bigfoot. Well, I was thinking that they could be aliens, but that they can control um, mythological creatures. So there's like a Loch Ness and there's like a Jersey Devil. Fucking Jersey Devil. I like that. I like that he loses his arm. He loses his arm and then he just like runs over to the guy, grabs this is Bigfoot, grabs his arm back and just runs away. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would make wrestling better? If wrestling was all in slow motion. <laughs> oh god. Then it can go for sixteen hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. But also if you see shit in slow motion, you realize how like amazing shit Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> I'm watching this thing and it, the guy like tried to jump over like a ravine. And Bigfoot made it, but he, like, jumps in slow motion and just, like, jumps right in the water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Whatever. Um, I appreciate the soundtracks to these shows that, like, there was a mix of orchestral strings. and All these 80s shows had, like, pretty much 70s soundtracks. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, Wonder Woman and even, like, Magnum P.I. They all have these, like... It feels like it's 1968 or something. And I feel like synthwave dudes should, like, uh, diversify their bonds and try to make, like, legit-sounding orchestral soundtrack to, like, Six Million Dollar Man. <laughs> diversify their bonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I, when I uh, assess my stock portfolio and I'll see what extra VSTs I can add to my... Uh, I'll talk... <laughs> I'll talk to my accountant. Uh, oh, speaking of which... You have to listen to a song. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, the song should be a theme song from a TV show. Would you ever do that instead of playing like a song? You're like, hey, I like this show song. I'm going to play this. What? 
Like, would you just play the theme to Silverhawks on your show? Just like, hey, this is cool. I'm going to do this. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be against the rules. <laughs> against the rules! Uh, I don't talk about this often, but there are some overlords with my show, and they have very specific uh, instructions, and there's certain things I can't do. Shit. I don't, I don't are like Are they the overlords them. from this $6 million man clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened was That's one day... That's why you're making us watch them? Yeah, well, one day I, uh, I went out to uh, chop some wood, and then Andre the Giant showed up with a robotic arm, and they made me fight him, and I lost, and they said, you can have your podcast, <laughs> but uh, no playing TV theme songs or doing what Mike says, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> Let's get to that song. All right, man. Uh, listen, this was uh, a favorite track from episode 181. This was Jesse Fry, who we just had on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, and this is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, Luke Timmermans, Luke Jackson, Luke BTD, Lucas Ceballos. Whoa, there's like fucking a lot of Lukes. Luke. There's a Star Wars joke in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Luke. Roll it again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to think of... <laughs> What's a line where someone says Luke? Luke! Luke! <laughs> That's good. Tell oh. Uncle if he gets a translator, make sure he speaks bocce. Four or two, where can he be? <laughs> Aunt Baru impressions. Uh, I should. Yeah, okay. Uh, so look, let's listen to the song, man. This is. This is Jesse Fry. We'll be back with more Aunt Baru after this. This is Jesse Fry with the track <laughs> Fantasy. Uncle Owen. <laughs>
And that was Fantasy by Jesse Fry. Brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Love Machines from Ix, Lee McConnell, Lavinia Obscura, Kyle Droll, Christian Micklebus, the Knight of Ducks. And I am back with the Beyond Synth family, Mike, Marco, and Florence. I've had that song in my head for like two weeks straight. What, Fantasy? Yeah. It's a good song. Hey, she's got a great voice. It's a good song. Super good song. I was uh, criticized because uh, we talked politics in that episode, uh, apparently. <laughs> and uh, although, I, okay, I'll make, I'm going to make a like a, make like a tree and split. Yeah, I, look, I'm going to make like a fucking leaf and blow. No, the, the I haven't. <laughs> I do make a conscious effort to not talk about politics in this show. But what I consider politics is like politics like actual like political views or opinions yeah, like, on certain topics but like, like having a debate on something oh, that is not what you did on that episode no no so that's what i loved about because someone pointed out just like don't talk politics and literally it was because jesse fry performed for a bernie sanders rally she performed in front of like ten thousand people which i thought was like a significant thing to talk about so at no point do we talk about our actual politics it's just that the word bernie sanders was said and i think she said she supported him but i mean like you can assume that if you're going to perform for somebody like i you know what i mean like if you didn't like the politician i don't think you would have agreed to perform for them Mm -hmm. but we never actually like sat down and said like here's like an actual political discussion so to me i don't think mentioning a politician's name is a political discussion especially if you don't actually ever say your opinion on that thing the whole time like to me that's not politics politics is like when you actually talk about your views on these issues and so how do you feel about trump oh he's great (laughs) (laughs) i tell you like uh, yeah, no, he's he's the favorite, man. I love everything he does. All right, so uh, oh. are we all cool with that? Good. All right. No sarcasm. <laughs> Moving along. Um, no, and not only that, we talked about this thing for like a minute, and then at the end of that minute, I make a joke about how that's all the politics we're going to talk about, even though it wasn't really even a political conversation. <laughs> and so even there, like some people are very sensitive about anything related to that, but... Uh, I don't, I'm just saying now from my personal perspective that I don't consider just saying a politician's name a political discussion. And also, I don't know how to work around it when it's a significant story, right? I mean, there's not too many people I talk to on the show who perform for that many people. Uh, I don't know how to tell that story without the context, you know? Like, <laughs> was, uh, like, was I supposed to not say that it was a Bernie Sanders rally? Be like, hey, you performed no. for 10,000 people. Oh, what was that about? Well, it was for... Mr. Black. I'm sure that was a great show. And then just... Or we could have lied. We could have made up a story. Nope, you did You did just what you needed to do. All right. Good. Well, I'm glad Florence is on my side. I didn't like it. I won bit. <laughs> My point of view is I feel like I'm pretty measured even when I do talk about these things. Well, I don't like that they cast a British girl to play Princess Jasmine in Aladdin. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I saw the trailer for that Aladdin. Their Jafar doesn't really look that menacing to me. Yeah, and he has like a really high voice, Mm. which (laughs) doesn't work at all. Jafar has a very particular look, you know, like I feel like they should have cast like a crackhead or something. he, He looks like a young kid. I mean, I don't know. I haven't researched this too much but yeah he he doesn't look like a good jafar no but everyone else looks fine i'm happy that will smith doesn't stay in like genie form 
for the entire time like he actually looks like a person for a lot of it because i mean when that trailer came out and he was like a cgi blue genie like that was hilarious well also because the cgi was not great so it, it had that weird like off-putting uncanny valley kind of thing where it's like all right it's a cgi oh, yeah. will smith that first part i'm like why are they even cgi replacing him here like couldn't he have acted that part he's just blue yeah they didn't like enhance his muscles or anything like he's just blue and I, it was, it's weird to me i still wish they did that with hulk as well i wish they cast brock lesnar as mm. hulk and just <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you need CGI. Like, I think, I mean, I think Hulk looks fine, but Brock Lesnar painted green is the Hulk. And that dude is fucking massive. If I did Hulk, I would do it Lord of the Rings style, where I would hire Brock Lesnar, paint him green, and then just have the actors, the other actors in any shot just stand like four or five feet back and then film it like yeah. Lord of the Rings so like they all look like they're on the same plane and they can Oh, have... but that's too much work, Andy. CGI. <laughs> Everything's CGI now, man. It would look so much better. Because, I mean, obviously, yeah, I get it. Like, when you watch the old Hulk TV show, it's goofy because the Hulk has like that weird, like, mop haircut and, like, he looks kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. But, like, Brock Lesnar just looks like the Hulk. Like, he just does. And I want to see him green, actually. I, I want to... Yeah, I bet yeah, he would look good. He'd be, but he would need to wear a Jimmy John's thing on his... Uh, on whatever he's wearing, because he's still sponsored by them. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, like, that, that... Imagine the sponsorship actually carried over into the movie. Like, we're like... <laughs> yeah, we're like no, I, I literally no. can't be in the movie without wearing this fucking logo. Like, that'd be no, amazing. No, so what happened was... I Actually, I don't... I think maybe he's out of the contract now, because I didn't see it when he... Like, on Wrestle... In WrestleMania the other day, I didn't see him... I'm wearing any Jimmy John stuff, but like he was a UFC guy and he was sponsored by Jimmy John's and he would have to like wear like Jimmy John logos on his stuff. But like the sponsorship transferred over when he went back to WWE. So he was the only wrestler who had a sponsorship logo on his ring gear. He was wearing a Jimmy John's logo on his ring gear all the time. Now, this is actually interesting to me because uh, what is Jimmy John's? It's like a sandwich shop. And they suck. Their sandwiches are awful. I don't think I've ever had it, but it's it's a sandwich shop. We have no Jimmy John's up here. Yeah, don't worry. There, we don't have that many here in L.A. I think there's like one. Does looking at a dude wearing like some tight shorts with the logo on it make you want to eat a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> anyone actually watching and they see the logo and be like, mm, I need a sandwich, you know, like right Jimmy John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly. Like if I walked in, like there's just some dude and there's just like a Subway logo on his bulge. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's time for Subway. Like, I, I don't know that that would make me want yeah, no. to eat I'm it. And, I, I could go I a mean, foot the logo sandwich. wasn't on his yeah. bulge. <laughs> But um, that dude has to have a freaking hog, man, because like that guy is a giant. I think it's more about brand awareness. Oh, I guess okay. it's just putting the brand into people's minds. <laughs> Andy doesn't want to talk about that. He just wants to talk about the guy's hog. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, I forgot right. because Andy really likes to talk about dicks. I'm sorry. Dinks. Yes. So you, you gotta remember because when you say dinks, it's a lot more uh, silly of a word. You know what I mean? It, it brings joy to people. <laughs> it yeah, brings yeah, joy yeah. to people. Mm. Did I tell you <laughs> that one of my listeners wrote me a letter to tell me that her, her that her grandmother's nickname is Dinks? Not her grandmother. Her 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 husband or was it boyfriend? Her 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 fiance's abuela, I believe it was. See, I'm glad you know my show better than I do. Yeah, I'm uh, fucking an encyclopedia of Beyonce right here. Uh, yeah, she yeah, should be your that, assistant, Andy. Like, imagine having an old lady show up and like Dinks is coming, and like some old lady walks in, like fucking hi Dinks. 
<laughs> Give Dinks a hug. Like it's just it's so well, awesome. Well, you to know me. what? If we didn't know that Andy called penises Dinks, then it wouldn't be funny. Yeah, but dink, but dink is, I think, an understood word to mean at least fool. Like, what are you doing, you dink? Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I never heard it before you said it, Andy. I, don't, I don't never use that word in real yeah, life, so I can't, I can't speak for that. I mean, it's more common than Jimmy John's. <laughs> it must be right. Andy, yeah. do you have any Jimmy Jazz? I've got some Jimmy songs to play. Uh, oh, I got uh, this is another um, ten out of ten segue. Thank you. Uh, this is another favorite from uh, 181. This was a track by Your Sister Is a Werewolf, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters Ken Giroux, Kempson, Kai, Justin Armour, Junk Mail Jeff, and Joshua Holland. And this is the one by Your Sister Is a Werewolf.
And that was The One by your sister is a werewolf. Brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, Josh Riley, Jose Arbello, Johnny Five, Joey and Kendra, and Joe Ozone. And we're back with the Beyond Synth Family Show. I'm here with Marco. It's me. Florence. Mm -hmm. And Mike. Marco. (laughs) Hello. You are working the night shift. That's right. Well, second shift, I call it. It's like uh, 3.30 till 12, which is kind of cool. sounds like a synthwave artist. I was going to say night (laughs) shift. Is it? Night shift. Oh, yeah, there's a night shift for sure, man. Hold on. Let me check my... Let me check my <laughs> iTunes. Like there's so many night. I know. There's like so many night names. Yeah, there's a lot hey, of nights. you know, I did a quiz online. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. I did a quiz online, and uh, my Transformer name is Mirage Prime. Well, there is the night shift. Well, there is a... Mirage is just a Transformer, so they're just taking actual Transformer names and just mixing and matching them. Probably. Because Mirage, he's a, he goes invisible, I think. Ooh, well, that's me. I think I think that's how it works anyways. <laughs> I don't know. What do I know? What do I know, <laughs> oh man? God. So, Marco... Yes? By the time this airs... You will have done your first high five. Yes, that's correct. But you haven't done it yet. So are you coming up with some tracks? I'm coming up with the tracks. That's right. I have the tracks ready. I can't wait to uh, unleash them on the world. Cool, man. It's going to be exciting <laughs> for I them. I wish they were my tracks, but they're my picks anyway, at least. What's the difference? What? Well, I didn't make it. You oh, know? okay. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> they're that good, you know? I mean, I'd be proud of it, you know, if I did make it. That's all. Anyway, whatever. We, you just got to wait and see. But then this is already aired by the time... I don't know. what's. It's so confusing what this is. Marco, have you been dabbling more with making stuff? No, I haven't, actually. No. You should call yourself Night Shift. <laughs> yeah. With a K. <laughs> You guys could collab. No, I'm going to be Nightcock, okay? I'm Nightcock. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you, you're all, you've always been Nightcock. Okay, who, I know, who I know, was that? Name's that? Mine. I can't tell you. I figured out who it was, actually. It was killing me. And I, I messaged a few people. I was like, is it you? Is it you? And then I worked it out by one of the comments, but I can't say. Okay. <laughs> Someone made this song called Nightcock, and it was, like, ridiculous. Yeah. It's actually a pretty good song. There's one of them was actually quite good. I was like, Jesus, really? Yeah, was it? Uh, did they take it down? Uh, let me have a look. It was there the other day. Now I can't find it. Yeah, I think you're right. I can't find it now. Come on, Nightcock. Where are you? Oh, man, they took down Nightcock. (laughs) (laughs) It's depressing. (laughs) Fuck's sakes. I'll have to message him and see what's going on. The other day I was uh, at Arcade Bar, and I saw someone who looked like my friend from behind, who I hadn't seen in a while. He had the same butt. He had the same back of his head, like wore a hat, had the similar body type. And I, I recognized after looking at them for a while, okay, that's not my friend. So I went to like surreptitiously like take a picture of them. But <laughs> the fucking flash was on, on my phone. Oh no. <laughs> this sounds really sitcom-y. I know. So I like, I hold the phone up and I'm trying to look all like inconspicuous because I'm like, I'm going to send this picture to my buddy. It's funny because it looks like him. And the bar is really dark and they've got all these like TVs and stuff, but it's pretty dark. And so the second I did that, it literally was like a fucking bolt of lightning, like inside the place. It just all fucking lit up and I'm trying to like act like, oh, it wasn't me. And so I quickly <laughs> turned it on myself to look like... I was taking a photo of myself. But have you ever seen someone and you're like, oh, yeah, that's definitely that person. And you walk up to them and say, hey, and then you like you realize after like two long seconds that that is not the person because that's happened to me. Oh, by the way, Nightcock's theme is there. It, it is there. I, I linked. I sent you the link. I love the taglines on it. Cox. I lick my bum. Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> Someone really mature made this song. <laughs> and it wasn't me, all right? It wasn't wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. But this isn't the song. It's not the song. That's the song. Nightcock's theme. No, no, no. Don't you remember there was a song actually called Nightcock? No, I don't remember that. And the person was singing lyrics? Oh, remember? yeah. And yeah, that's like, right. It's like Nightcock. And it was like a synthwave song. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I do remember that. <laughs> like, that song is gone. Oh, man. Yeah. What happened to it? Maybe I can find it. Yeah, maybe it is gone then. So you guys want me to put it back online or? <laughs> it had some lyrics that bothered me, but it was funny overall. Say them out loud. Oh, what really? are the lyrics? No. Oh. What were the Andy, oh. tell us what the lyrics were because I don't yeah. remember. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember. I, well, I don't remember it specifically. I just remember that there was a few lines oh, in there that dude. I was just like, oh, yeah, how mm. convenient. <laughs> it is convenient. <laughs> <laughs> How convenient for you and the cock. Yeah, man. Well, look, that's my motto. So I, I'm going to play <laughs> another song here. Uh, this was uh, another favorite uh, from uh, Master Boot Record. This is my favorite track of his, so I'm glad other people liked it, too. And this was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Jimpy, Jason Kaiser, Jacob Wick, IP68... Hugh Hefner, Honeybeard, and Heartbeat Hero. And this is Master Boot Record with the track IRQ System Clock.
And that was IRQ System Clock by Master Boot Record. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, Hampus ML, Gus Velichek, Gregorio Franco, Greg Smith, GoldenEye Sucks, and Gary Heather. And we're back. Uh, having a family show here with Marco and Florence and Mike. Uh, having a gay old time because we're gay. Yeah. Mark's definitely gay. Uh, hey, Marco. Hey, love. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I write so many songs about you? Oh, I think they're sexy. They really turn me on. Oh, you guys are adorable. I love how you hold that note for so long. It's just, oh, yeah. it's so impressive. I was going to do a trivia game about David Hasselhoff, and so I typed <laughs> in David Hasselhoff trivia, hoping that someone will have already prepared a David Hasselhoff trivia game, but I just got this thing, which is 10 totally awesome facts about David Hasselhoff. <laughs> this was my favorite things. Okay, he began his movie career making B-movies. In 1970s, the Hoff had a thriving TV career playing Dr. William Snapper Foster on The Young and the Restless. But before he started uh, talking to a car named Kit, his movie career was slowly taking off. His first movie role was a guy named Boner in the 1976 movie Revenge of the Cheerleaders. Now, have anyone seen that? No. No. Should we have seen that? Let's do a movie night where we watch it. It's probably on YouTube, right? When are we going to watch the... um um, wait, no, not Ping Ping vid- wang wang. movies, but the Wang Wang movies. That's a good question. Well, we gotta uh, do that. We, we have to do it. It's a prime time event, so we can't do it because Night Shift can't be there. What do you mean? I've changed Marco's name to Night Shift. Oh. <laughs> not Nightcock? <laughs> yeah, Nightcock. Well, no, what about the weekends? Everybody's working for them. <laughs> I was like, she's funny that I was, I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> oh, my God. What was it called? Revenge of the Cheerleaders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type in type in David Hasselhoff Boner. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not typing that in. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> no, I'm because I bloody have to. I found the trailer, but not the full movie. But there's a full movie of a movie called Cheerleaders Beach Party that we can watch. Mmm. David Hasselhoff is in the Guinness Book of World Records for two achievements. Oh, yeah? Like what? Well, I'll let you know. (laughs) The world's most watched man on television because of Baywatch's more than 1 billion viewers in 140 countries. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. But in in 2011, Hugh Laurie took the title away from Hasselhoff. But in June of the same year, the Hoff won another title. The highest height a human was catapulted using a reverse bungee system. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. A reverse bungee system? So it like splatted him from the air into the ground. (laughs) How is that? Okay. The Hoff won the title of the highest height a human was catapulted using a reverse bungee system. He was thrown nearly 230 feet at London's Battersea Power Station. What? Let's see if there's a video of this. I don't even know what this means. Were they trying to break a record? How how tall is David Hasselhoff? Looks pretty tall in this cheerleader video. (laughs) What is he doing? (laughs) Is he laying down? Jesus Christ, this is weird. I hope Jazzy doesn't look at her fucking history on her browser because I'm on on a computer now. She'll find... David Hasselhoff Boner. (laughs) (laughs) Don't look. (laughs) He says Baywatch's slow-mo scenes developed from a lack of funds 
They didn't have enough money to finish making the show, so they put stuff in slow motion because... That's I thought, great. I thought you were going to say lack of fun. When is the last time anyone has seen Baywatch? A long time. Yeah, it's been I, a I don't think I've ever watched an episode of original Baywatch. I saw the movie that they did with The Rock. Oh, God. Was it bad? Is, uh, <laughs> it is actually... It no, that, it's pretty it funny. Actually, it actually wasn't terrible. I, okay. I didn't... I mean, it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen in my life, but it was... It, I didn't feel like I wasted okay. my time. Zac Efron was wow. hilarious in that movie. I don't yeah, was, normally like him, good. but it was really good. He was pretty good. What was the premise? Were they were they playing the original characters? I think yeah, I think they had the same names like uh, Mitch Buchanan. Well, no, because didn't David David Hasselhoff showed up at the end? Didn't he? It was just a cameo, but I think they all had the like the names of the people. Okay. Like the girl's name was the same name that uh, Pamela Anderson had. What's her name? CJ. CJ. Yeah, her name was CJ in the movie, too. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's another show. Like, I never actually watched it, but it was on. It, I felt like it was on all the time, and I would I would catch, like, like I mean, of course, I've seen, like, scenes and stuff, but, like, I never sat down and watched Baywatch. Like, it wasn't... I'm not really big into beaches or swimming, so, like, this... <laughs> Beaches are the worst fucking places in the universe. Yeah, so why? Lawrence. God, oh, I fucking geez. hate the beach. <laughs> I, I love the beach. I them. love the beach. There's some nice beaches, but like you have to go like really out of your way to go to a nice beach. The beaches here in LA, like if you go to Santa Monica or Venice, they're fucking bullshit. <laughs> That's why you should go to Australia and check out the beaches there. They're fucking yeah, well, beautiful beaches. Uh, well, again, I had like what I said. You have to go out of your way <laughs> <laughs> to go to a nice beach. <laughs> so fuck the beach, man. See, I, I'm not much of a beach guy either. I don't. I don't actually like it. North Northeast Atlantic Ocean beaches are also terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. You guys have such shitty beaches here. You don't. You don't. You don't understand how nice beaches can be. I grew up by the Long Island Sound, which is a bullshit, gross. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Did you ever make your way towards like the Jersey Shore? Those beaches are really cool beaches. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> thank God. Look, it's it, it says here we have Australia to thank for. Don't hassle the Hoff. Did you know that, Marco? No. Fifteen years ago, Hasselhoff found out secretaries in Australia were sending each other emails with puns on the Hoff, a.k.a. Hoffisms, such as Some oh Like God. It Hoff, The Wizard of Hoff, Desperate Hoff Wives, and so on. It sounds like you're saying Hoth. Oh, like uh, Star Wars? Like in Star Wars, but please keep going. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> it. Uh, basically, the okay. point is that Australian women were sending around Hoff puns, and we have to thank Australia for it. That was point number five in this uh, David Hasselhoff uh, oh, yeah. trivia. Thanks, Australia. Thanks, Australia. But uh, you know what I thank Australia for? What? Marco. Oh, Aww. I was going to say that, too. Isn't that sweet? I like the way you said that, too. Marco. Now we're going to listen to another track. This is a track by Michael Oakley. As it turns out, of all the ones I picked, uh, this was the one that had the most votes mm. uh, in general. Because it's a really cool song, and I dig it. And it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters! Oh, there's Freezer Davidson, Format, Eric Mendoza, Eric Dahlberg, Enrico Guelli, Emilio Estevez, Daniel Dexius, and Diana Jean Phoenix. And this song is Control by Michael Oakley.
Michael Oakley with the song Control. Uh, that's a really cool song. I like it a lot, and that was uh, a fan favorite as well. Uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, Damian Rudy's Creates, Corey Valentine, Color Theory, Colin Bennett, Clint Dowling, and City Bat. And we are here with the uh, Beyond Synth family, having a good time. Uh, I think. Yeah, we're having a good time, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you having a good time, Andy? Hey, man, I'm always having a good time because I'm always high. <laughs> 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 
Just say no to drugs, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or else you'll become a successful podcaster. Yeah, no, they, no, man, drugs are bad. Uh, yeah, I always wonder that the weird mixed message of like those like movie stars or music stars who like telling kids to like stay in school and like you don't want to do what I did, you know, like I was living on the streets and stuff. And then meanwhile, they're like this super famous uh, recording artist or whatever. And yeah, it's, it's like, like all I have to do is just take some cocaine and I'll be fucking famous as shit. Yeah, man, that's what right? I always thought. Yeah. Turns out it's addictive. That's why I started taking it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally the reason. <laughs> Look at me now. Maybe it's going to make me sound like a square, but I never wanted to put things in my nose. Like I think that <laughs> I think that was like the main reason like I never did that drug is just like I'm like no, I'm not fucking snorting stuff into my nose. Like it's fucking weird. Like why would yeah, I do no. that? <laughs> No, I, the, it seems I think awful. a lot of people feel that because way. I, that's kind of a like, common... Like, have you accidentally, like, snorted powdered sugar? Like, that's terrible. Oh. I mean, like, one time I, like, intentionally snorted cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've snorted pixie sticks, like an idiot. What does that even do to you? Doesn't that just hurt? Yeah, it just hurts. And you kind of, if you, like, do enough, you will feel, like, a sugary drip in the back of your throat. <laughs> Isn't that what they always do in the movies, right? Whenever they do the thing, and it's like, and then the guy like does the taste, and I like when they do the thing where they're, they take the coke and rub it on their gums. Yeah, they always do that yeah. in the movies, don't they? Yeah, I'm not sure why. Because it goes right into your head. Because it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> there was this restaurant by me when I grew up in New York called Garden Catering, and they had really good kind of like chicken tender nugget things with fries. Oh, I'm so hungry. And they would always sell them for like. Not for, I don't know, some high school, after school group or something to, like, make money. They would always mm -hmm. get these, like, bags. And it came with a seasoning that was really good. It was, like, I don't know, some, like, rub that you would put on the chicken. But, like, one clever rub. gentleman who was in high school in my grade decided to snort it. <laughs> Is this the same kind of people that were eating Tide Pods ten years later? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know what happened to these kids. I was not friends with them, but it happened. <laughs> it happened in the it happened in the cafeteria when I was in the cafeteria, and it was it was interesting. They 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 looked like they were in a lot of pain. I picture I picture Florence just going like, I don't want no scrubs. That was around the right time, right? Scrubs. You know, you're a few years younger than me, so that was a little old. That was a little after. Yeah, yeah. When I was in high school, there was no scrubs. When was that? What, what like year 90, was that? Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Okay, so I was like in fourth or fifth grade or something. Yeah, because I would have been in grade nine, I think, for scrubs. How old am I? <laughs> Sorry, I keep forgetting. Thirty-seven. Yeah. So that. What does that make me? Old. An idiot. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, did you know that David Hasselhoff was big in Austria before he became a superstar in Germany? Porn? Um, good question. Oh, yeah, no, that, that is a really good question. I don't want to offend anybody, but isn't Austria and Germany, like, the same? Is that offensive? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only making that joke just because people do the same thing with Canada and the States, and I think, from what I know, the difference between Austria and Germany is kind of similar to the Canada and the States difference. Like, Austria is smaller than Germany and has a smaller population, and it's, like, I think more liberal, and Canada, it's the same way. We have a smaller population than the States, and it's sort of a more liberal country, and so it's the same thing. People say that shit all the time about Canada and the States, where it's like, Canada's, like, basically the 51st state... Actually, no, how many states are there? 50. I can name all of the 50 states in alphabetical order. How and why? <laughs> Did you learn the song, that song, to memorize them? Yeah, there was a song that we learned. Yeah. 
It was not the Animaniac song because there was an Animaniac song, but I never learned <laughs> that one. We learned one in choir and like. Well, I don't know. Well, the Animaniac song grade. was the countries, though, right? It was countries and also capital. I think they had states, and I think they might have had capitals. Yeah, but I, but I learned, I learned the song, like this choir song, and I still do it now. Do the whole I, thing. I'm not gonna sing it. You want oh. me? I can just, I can say all the fifty states. But do it in the rhythmic order of the song. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No. <laughs> no. I can just say all of the states. All right, do it. Okay, Alabama, Alaska, <laughs> Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Yeah, but I could do that too. I've got it on. If, you know, is it on your? Is it on your screen though? Or are you no, just reading no, off I'm, the screen. I'm not right, literally. Like, I'm not reading off any <laughs> screen. Marco, Marco is such a skeptic. Time to get that up. No, on my that screen. was good. That was that very, was very impressive. Good. And look, as was, your reward, you I will really give you. Fast, thanks. As another a reward, song? I will give you another fact about David Hasselhoff. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to listen to another song, Andy. <laughs> I know. I know, right? <laughs> Damn it! But we want another song, Andy. Well, no, I want to give you another David Hasselhoff fact. <laughs> okay, but fine. Last one, oh, last great. one, okay? And okay. this is for you, Florence, because I'm so proud of you for having all oh. that memorized. Thanks. Scientists named a crab after him. <laughs> <laughs> that Why? is it. In 2012, scientists discovered a new kind of crab, one with a hirsute chest, just like the hoff. The scientists <laughs> dubbed their Antarctic discovery the hoff crab. The binomial name is Kiwa Tyleri from the family Kiwandae. The crab is a species of the squat lobster. I think it's quite an honor to be named for a crab, Hoff told Men's Health. It's white and it's got a hairy chest. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you boy. That's an accurate d- description yeah. of David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Wait, what about the squat crab, though? Is that a thing? Uh, it is now. Oh, no, the squat, <laughs> the squat lobster. Whoa. Uh, Whoa, squat lobster is crazy looking. Yeah, I don't like fucking crustaceans. Yeah, they look like spiders to me. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, th- this one looks like a tick. Oh, I don't like... Oh, there's a purple one, though. That's cool. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, I need to stop looking at lobsters. Did Hasselhoff ever play Jesus in anything? I wish. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm 33 now, and I feel like now I'm going to go out and do the miracles. Uh, you know, f- from 30 to 33, he, like, just worked as a carpenter. And then when he went 33, he just, like, I'm fucking Jesus, yo. <laughs> is uh, is Jeezelhoff funny? No. Hmm. All right, let's listen to a song. I'm Synthwave Jesus. Here is... All right, look. This is uh, Sebastian Gamble. This was a favorite track from episode 183. Uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, Christopher Albert, Chris Lyle-Lane, Chris Williams, Chris Dance, Chris Chatterack. <laughs> Kevin Taylor, Katner, Cat Temper, City Hunter. You guys are all awesome. This is Sebastian Gamble uh, with the track Under Control featuring Tommy Reeve. Dig it.
And that was Under Control by Sebastian Gamble, featuring Tommy Reeve, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, Brandon Callum, Brad Neiman, Bogdan Crevo, Bobby B, Blake Peterson, Binkley, Beta Dineberry, 007. And uh, we're back here, man. Family show, having a good time. Laughing, loving, Marco, Florence, mm-hmm. Mike. Hey, Andy, what was that joke that you you said yesterday that was really funny, or that at least you found really funny? Hold on, I, <laughs> I got to get the wording right. So uh, we're trying to. I, I do love bad jokes. I actually have a book. I think I'm going to do it on my uh, on my Twitch. I have like a book of jokes I got, and oh, like good. I, I just like reading them because they're terrible. Like I don't like jokes essentially. Uh, so anyway, Mike was talking about bicycles, so I looked up bicycle jokes. I wasn't talking about bicycles. I had a bicycle joke. Yeah, so then I went to cycling jokes. All right, so these are the jokes, and I thought it was funny. Again, I feel like I'm repeating myself because we did this yesterday. But um, What do you get if you cross a bike and a flower? Bicycle petals. Lame. Why can't a bicycle stand up on its own? Because it's too tired. What do you call a bicycle built by a chemist? This was the one that fucking blew my mind as for how <laughs> shitty it was. What do you call a bicycle built by a chemist? Bike carbonate of soda. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I laughed on my show last night and I laugh right now. It's fucking That's fucking man. trash. Oh, trash. <laughs> Um, that one hurt me, actually. Like, sometimes there's jokes that are so bad, like, they hurt, and that one hurts. Um, but wasn't it also bike carbonate a soda? No, it's bike carbonate of soda. Oh, of soda, right. It's awful. Okay. <laughs> it's so stupid. Why couldn't Cinderella win the bicycle race? She has a pumpkin for a coach. <laughs> bad. That's that another one that got... That could be applied... One. To like any sport, though, right? Like, and then why couldn't Cinderella win the gymnastics competition? What's the hardest thing about winning the Tour de France? <laughs> Telling your parents that you're gay. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now that just feels out of place. Yeah, that's like just a middle school thing that kids say to each other. What do you call a professional cyclist who just broke up with his girlfriend? Homeless. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? Go to the next one. Do the one that's funny. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going through all of them today. Do you know oh. what is oh the gosh. hardest part of learning to ride a bike? What is it? The pavement. Oh, right, man, you this fall. is so bad. <laughs> all right, now this is, the, this is the one that I... Okay, what do you call... <laughs> what do you call an artist who sculpts with bicycle parts? <laughs> Psychelangelo. Yeah. <laughs> now, yesterday, I laughed really hard at that one. I was tired, but like that to me, that's gold. That's good. They do do it again. What do you call an artist who sculpts with bicycle parts? Or do you have a sound effect cued? Yeah. Psychelangelo. Oh no. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Did you hear about the lunatic who won the Tour de France? And wh- why am I saying France? Do you, did you hear the lunatic? Did you hear? I did it before. It's like too. when Trebek, he always says genre. Yeah. Okay. Uh, did you hear about the lunatic who won the Tour de France in one day? No. He took the psychopath. <laughs> oh God! Because he's a lunatic. <laughs> 
is it is it psychopath? Is that psycho, what? psycho, because he was a lunatic. So it's, it's psychopath. A terrible, terrible joke. What does a bicycle <laughs> call its dad? Mom. What? What? Popsicle. Oh fuck! All right. Um, see, when, when I come up with a bad joke. <laughs> What's, see, why I have a problem with these ones and why mine are great is because I actually make the oh, joke God. work, and so the question has to be so convoluted and stupid in order to make the answer work, and that's funny to me. Like, it's almost the question is funnier than the answer, and so if I if someone said you have to make a joke where the answer is pop cycle, then I you can't just say what does a bicycle call its dad. There also has to be a joke in there about popsicles so that the pun works multiple ways, but the question is really silly. Like That's why I hate the, uh, the answer to what did one banana say to the other i find you appealing like it's not really it, there's no joke there You're just putting in a stupid banana i find word. you appealing thanks <laughs> oh let's see if there's a fucking a nice one to end on what does a cyclist ride in the winter an icicle like uh, why can't an elephant ride a bicycle because he doesn't have a thumb to ring the bell what do you call <laughs> what why can't you take a nap during the tour de france what's with all these fucking tour de france jokes <laughs> <laughs> well, it is the pinnacle of uh, bicycle racing. It's the crumb to the crumb. Oh, God, I think this one hurts me more than the fucking bicarbonate one. Why can't you take a nap during the Tour de France? <laughs> Why is that? Because if you snooze, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's the that's good. One, I think. Yeah, that's yeah, a good like one. That one. <laughs> no, it's not good. That one's actually good. It's great. No, Andy, it's, it's so good. It's so bad, good. it's good. I mean, why is sex like riding a bike? Uh, you can do it by yourself, but it's usually not as much fun. <laughs> what? Is that, is that a joke? So, I don't know. I, like, it's dumb. Sort of, a, sort of a lame observation about bicycles? How? <laughs> Um, oh my god! <laughs> wow! How uh -oh. do you know you've married a cycling addict? How? Your laundry has more bike jerseys than clothes! Ugh! That's not even a joke. Oh my god! Stuff like that actually hurts me. Like, when I read stuff like that, like, I become physically distressed and sort of, like, ill a bit. I haven't eaten breakfast, though, too. <laughs> a little bit ill because of that. You guys ever played Crokinole? No. No. Ever <laughs> played Moncala? Moncala, no. yeah. Moncala, been there, yeah. I've played Moncala. Is that a Crokinole-like game? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what, what Crokinole is. Crokinole? He's talking about. How do you spell Crokinole? <laughs> Croc uh, Crokinole. <laughs> that does not help me. <laughs> Way down in Crokinole. Crokinole? Yes. Crokinole Moncala? with an L? Yeah, hmm. with an L. I've never played this. It's a circle. There's a, a dexterity board game similar to pitch nut carom marbles. Oh, so it's like marbles. It doesn't look like Moncala though. No. Isn't that the card game they play in fucking Star Wars? No. <laughs> no, that's Sabak. Uh, Sabak. Hands. <laughs> hey, hey, old Chewbacca. Yeah, and how you doing, Chewbacca? Saba oh no no no! Are you thinking of Dejarik? Dejarik is here. the is space chess. That's what you're thinking of. That was my favorite part of that whole stupid Star Wars uh, thing that I watched afterwards. So I can't really say my favorite part because I watched like two minutes of it. But the but uh, Billy D Williams was good. Yeah, I was like I was like Lando, and then I watched it in slow motion on YouTube, but changed the speed. <laughs> it was on my home, like my living room TV. It was very loud, and he was like. 
because he laughs when he does his thing, but in a slow motion and scary, he was like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> he kind of talked in slow motion. He was good at the panel, though, like, yeah. for the little that little segment where he's like, nobody died. It's like, everyone's always saying I betrayed uh, I betrayed Han. It's just like, but nobody died. And Oh, you did watch the panel. No, I no. watched that part. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it was funny. I like I turned it off because like they were like I kept hearing all of these questions that Stephen Colbert was asking. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to not listen because this is going to just spoil the movie for me. And so like Lan- um, Billy D. Williams started talking and I'm like, he's like talking in slow motion. He seems like he's really out of it. Hmm. I'm just going to not listen because I feel like he's going to accidentally spoil something that he's not supposed to spoil. Well, he's old. So he's I just like didn't 80, listen man. to any of it. He's super, he seems like super old. Yeah. I saw him at Morton's Steakhouse once, like a few years ago, when he was in town for the Star Wars celebration that they did here around, well, not in LA, but in ha- in Anaheim. Did you say hi to him? No. he. I don't know. He was eating steak. I'm not going to go up to <laughs> Billy T. Williams when he's eating steak and bother Even him. when he's eating steak, he'll turn up and go. Hello, what have we here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to think of Lando lines that I can like substitute steak in. Um, <laughs> I had no choice. The steak got here for no. Uh, what is he? All what right. are some things he says besides how you doing, Chewbacca? Still hanging out with this loser? And then like nine nub is like, hey, <laughs> well, this will be the short of offense of all time. Oh, yeah. that's right. Uh, now let's no, no, he doesn't say that. Okay, look. Let's play another song. Yes, exactly. All right, look. And then it cuts to Admiral Ackbar, and he's like, "It's a steak." Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saving that. Okay, there look. There it is. Uh, one more track here for today's show, and then we'll fucking wind this down. This l- lovely thing we're doing. This was a favorite track by the listeners of Beyond Synth. This is Future Cop featuring Parallels, and this is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters: Ori Felix, Assy Dre, Ashley. Keegan, Arjen, 1981, Anthony Edwin, Animal, Andrew Tukaz. And this song is Future Cop, Edge of the Universe, featuring Parallels.
was Future Cop with the track Edge of the Universe featuring Parallels, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters Andrew Benson, Anders Enga Jensen, Alexandro Samaras, Albion Algorithm, Chris Schmo, and 653 to Midnight. Everybody, I love all of you out there in Patreon land. And if you want to support the show like these awesome people, go to patreon.com slash beyondsynth. All right, look, family show. We had a good time today, right? Yeah. Everyone's good? Marco, are you in a better mood now? Much better. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Was it those jokes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would go. <laughs> yeah, that was some real good ones in there. What was the one that we liked? You snooze, you lose. Yeah, that was great. I love that one. It's terrible. <laughs> that one kind of hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'm with Andy on that one. It's divisive and polarizing. You either love it or you hate it. Look at this. Maybe I'm, I'm going to get commenters on this show. Like, just please don't say jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to withdraw my Patreon sponsorship if you continue to make jokes. It's 2019. Like, there's a whole list of things you can't talk about before you offend people. Yeah. Make them upset. Well, people are uh, sensitive about things. And sometimes you just got to you gotta be like, hey, man, you know, it's all good. Oh, before we go, mm-hmm. I should acknowledge my lovely PayPals, man. There's Retro Revolutions, Dev Jock, Rob Dyson, Digital Dreams, Jimmy Groon, The Rosconian, Anthony Anselmo, Deepak Ganger, and Victor Roy. You guys are all cool. But the bottom line is there's different ways to support Beyond Synth, right? You go to beyondsynth.com and check them out. So look, let's say goodbye to everyone. Okay. Bye. I feel like the mood has just been killed, but it's the end of the show, so am you I allowed really to kill the mood, the mood. When, the, when the show is over? Is it okay to kill it at that point? It's also, it's a really good idea to talk about it. Yeah, well, you know, like, I like, uh, I want the audience to be in the know. I want them to know that I know that what is happening is stupid. I, I feel like if, if I pretend it isn't, then that's somehow a deception, and I'll get comments about that. Please, no more deceptions on the show. And I'm like, alright. Sorry for deceiving you. Are we gonna do our improv? Florence, you be Spider-Man, Andy, you're JJ Jameson. <laughs> no. <laughs> Marco, you're Dr. Otto Octavius. What we should be doing is the Arnold Schwarzenegger trivia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's start a game at the very end of the show. <laughs> no, not now, but we were supposed to do it for this episode. How about next episode? Were we? Yeah, you said you were going to do it on the last family episode. Oh, I don't think that was an official promise, was it? No, well, well, it wasn't official. You didn't well, make a bloody post about it or anything. Clearly but uh, we forgot about it. One of the listeners, I can't even remember who now, made a suggestion on something that we could do on the show, and and you sounded very keen on it, Andy. So he's going to be disappointed. Was it Lou Rinaldi? No, it wasn't actually. It was somebody else. Yes. Yeah. I think it might have been Jimi Hendrix or something like that. <laughs> hmm. I'm sure he's no, really disappointed. I think it was Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Are we just listening who a celebrity possibly could have commented on Andy's <laughs> old celebrities? Old dead celebrities. Are they all ghosts in the machine now? They're inside the internet just shit posting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what has become of me? You know, like once a talented artist and now they're, they're the ones. It's not even the fucking Russian bots. It's like uh, the actual ghost of Jimi Hendrix and uh, famous dead presidents and stuff. And they're just all on the internet just like talking shit on fucking forums. <laughs> you don't like Star Wars because you're a Nazi. And then they're giggling because there's no way to trace them. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to end the show. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom line is that we all have a good time. It's always fun to catch up with everybody. I hope uh, everyone got something valuable out of this. <laughs> I'm now a learned man. Good. Learned? 
All right. Well, how about we take? Uh, we'll do some goodbyes here. So, Mike, uh, what should people know about you? I uh, got my podcast up everywhere: Stitcher, Google, Apple, Spotify, all the places. So, I'm looking for. I'm more motivated now to upload more episodes because I'm at episode 90 now, and there are only like 15 online. So, I gotta like just catch up. Yeah, that takes a long time. Oh, uploading sucks. Yeah, when I post my shows to YouTube because I have to make them again, basically because I they have to be like videos with an image and stuff. Yeah. And and that whole process is just I haven't done it yet for season seven or have I haven't started. I'm like, fuck, that's like a day. Like it's just like a day of work of fucking rendering videos and then uploading them and doing all that tags and all that stuff. And yeah, I'm also going through and like listening to it at like two times speed. Just maybe I have said something, but like two years ago I didn't want to have people know I said because it's a live show and I'll say whatever the fuck comes to my mind and so like later on I may cut out something like uh, oh uh, Andy Les here's fucking uh, here's a big Nazi and shit so like I gotta cut that out <laughs> remember it's it's only slander if what you say is false so you can leave that in <laughs> 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 anyway, Box Pod by the podcast uh, everywhere across the galaxy. It's cool. Awesome. Marco. All I got to say is uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. It's always a pleasure. And don't forget to keep it real and keep it 80s. Oh, we're going to keep it 80s, all right. Yeah, that's all I got to say. <laughs> really. And we're supposed to segue to somebody else, but that's okay. Uh, Florence. Um, bye. <laughs> Classic Florence. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Marco's right. I tackled this in the wrong order. (laughs) Marco goes out with a bang. He's here. He's present. And then you get to me. Yeah, sorry. My mistake. I never have anything to say. No, Mm. thanks for having us on. It's been fun. All right, I'm done. Whatever. Florence, I'm excited uh, for you to be finished school. Me too. Uh, The next time we talk, you will be done, and you can start making some more music. Maybe we'll just uh, have you on the show proper as an actual music person. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I want to hear some tracks, man. Florence and I still have to collab on that dinosaur track that I made in my closet. Oh, my God. Yeah, we do. It was like, dinosaurs, they are cool. They have sharp teeth. Some are babies. Something like that. Dinosaurs. It sounds really exciting. (laughs) Lots of uh, awesome stuff for, uh, for all of us to look forward to. And look, everybody. Out there in Internet Land, uh, thanks for listening to Beyond Synth. Tune in next time. Don't forget that there's an additional show, uh, the Beyond Synth High Five, on Fridays. Um, by the time this airs, you'll have already heard, I think, two of them, or maybe three. Who knows? Um, but look, you're all cool. Everyone's cool, and have a lovely week. And tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, we're done. Thanks for If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth or visit beyondsynth.com and click on support the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by the awesome Patreon supporters. Don't forget to follow Beyond Synth on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Live broadcasts can be heard weekly on Twitch 
at twitch.tv slash beyond underscore synth. Have a lovely week.